I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Talking about the greatest sport of all, professional wrestling. Come on! And now, here's Nick and Keith. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Ooh, ooh, ooh. My name is Nick. His name is Keith. Blah, 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 blah. We're here, buddy. Friday night live yeah. stream. Yes, we are. We got a lot to talk about, but. What's good, buddy? How was your week? Same old, same old, man. Coming uh, rapidly coming to the end here of uh, parent leave. Got to go back to work soon. I'm not looking forward to that, but there he is. Now the show can start. Yes, thank God. Statman's here. Yeah, good week for me. I've been back for a couple uh, weeks now. We actually uh, had a collaboration day on Wednesday. It was the first day like that I actually went the entire eight hours out of the house. Um, we went, I went to the office and it's just, you know, you learn about each other's departments. You learn what the marketing department's doing, right. you know, figure out what the hell HR is doing and things like that. So it was really nice. It was really nice to get out. Um, and it really wasn't bad on her too. Good. The first Good. time, first time I was gone for like four or five hours and that was a little tough. I think he was still kind of, you know, young at that point, but, uh, he's still young, but you know what I mean? No, I, I feel you. Yeah. That's I'm in the I'm in the boat. My wife's back, so I've been I've had a couple solo days with them this week. But yeah, I've been lucky. Knock on wood, I've been lucky, man. He's he's a champ. I mean, yeah. he just he just chills. And I got it down to a science. Get up with him in the early morning. Get him a bottle. He passes out. I pass out with him for a little while, and then nice. We just party. Well, that's funny. They say sleep, sleep when they sleep, and it's yeah. like if I sleep when they sleep, the laundry's not going to get done. The dog's not going to get walked. I'm not going to be able to do my work, and it's just I like. Do- I'm right there with you. I do the morning one though, because like it's early. He's tired. I'm tired. So I'm just like whatever. We'll just yeah. lay back. I'm gonna give him a nice wide area in case I, you know, slip and slide. But we're going out. Look at us, another oh, what's up, man? new Welcome. viewer. Thank you. Great uh, three two one. There you go. Great three two one. <gasps> Great one. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in, and our buddy, Mister Hat himself. Oh, no, did I let the oh, no, cat out of the no. bag? The hat man is here. <laughs> yeah, good show today. We had to, uh, we're doing a Friday show and, you know, yeah. I kind of dig it. I think it's uh, different, yeah. you know, it's it's nice to, I don't know, Wednesday night or Thursday night, you get done, it's just like, oh, what's next? The baby. I know, you know, common theme here is we both had kids if you're watching yeah. for the first time. Yeah. So that's, that's all we're living. And yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, I think we should get to it. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do the most important thing let's promote here Keith. Oh, 
sir. And look at us. Tony Kornheiser over here and Michael Wilbon. Welcome to Pardon My Interruption. Let's get to it. The Bloodline (laughs) Entertainment Network. That's what we're on right now. You're watching us on Twitch. We're there. You're watching us on Kick. Thank you very much. May I have another? We're on TikTok. We're on, help me, Keith. We got a fancy website. Let's yeah. do another. We're, we're showing up on Facebook right now. We're popping out there on Twitter. You're like, you might be watching us on YouTube. We're all over the place, man. We're I did. Everywhere, everywhere you need to be and everywhere we want to be. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we're all over the place. We're kicking yeah. ass. Like Keith said, we're on all social media sites. And you might think, well, Bloodline Entertainment Network, that kind of sounds, you know, familiar. Maybe that's something to do with wrestling. Uh, uh, uh. It's not just wrestling. Yes, we have a lot of wrestling content, but it's entertainment. And I always forget this, but our buddy Dan does UFC. We got UFC previews, predictions. I mean, we got entertainment with Graydon and the director's cut. Find them right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And let's get to it. We got those guys, those two guys, Alan, what? And Tom. 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 Yes. They're uh, taking a little break. Life happens, but they will be back. Don't forget it. Um, Let's get to it, man. Let's get to wrestling news of the week. And uh, let's talk about it, baby. They're going to get the monkey asses whooped tonight. Wrestling News of the Week. Yeah, buddy. Former AEW star was recently spotted at the WWE Performance Center. Right there, my top right, your top left. It's him. We've interviewed him right here on the UW pod. It is Brian, Brian, Jesus, Brian Pillman. (laughs) Junior, and um, I mean, we talk about it a lot. It's not just going to be Cody that's going to be moving. It's other guys, and Tony's cool. Tony's really cool. He lets your contract expire, or if you really want to get out, he'll let you out. It's nothing like Vince back in the day where you got to stay there and go on main event, which isn't bad, but still, you know, if you don't want to do that, you want to bad. You want to have to sugarcoat that. It's kind of bad when you get relegated to main event. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we get to that, I forgot top rope. No, where's top rope? Oh man. Uh, top rope. It's all backwards. It's there. Everyone can see it. Top it's, rope coming at this, coming at you when we're cleaning up here at 8 30 tonight. 8 30. Thank you, Keith. All right, let's get back to it. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. I like it. I like the move. And I yeah. think it's just because I don't know. Uh, his dad died early. We all know that. We know that story. I don't know if AEW is the right spot for him just because I think he he, he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't know who trained him. I don't know who taught him the wrestling business. Maybe someone in the family, but at the end of the day, it wasn't his dad. And I think we can all, you know, maybe he watched his dad on TV, but it's just, it's just something good. I think the NXT Performance Center, Keith, is what's trained, best trained by Lance Storm and Rip Rogers. Oh, okay. I'd be just into it. Yeah. Where's the bat single? I need to get one of those. But uh yeah, well, it just well then again, those are two really good guys. We know a lot about Rip, and of course, okay. Lance, he may not have a personality, but he knows the wrestling industry. I think okay. he's working oh beautiful in the ring. Yeah, I think he's working for impact right now, but okay. Mm-hmm. 
I just assumed something because I seen him in the ring and it seems like he needs a little work. I don't know. I enjoyed him at, uh, at the event I went to at, uh, in Chicago for forbidden door, Mm -hmm. um, warrior wrestling. I don't know, man. What are your thoughts? Let's hear it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like it's so tough for any, any second generation wrestler. It's always going to be so much harder for them because no matter what, I mean, you look at, that's a really good not, point. Not a great example to bring up with it necessarily, but like you look at like Ava Rain, like it's the Rock's daughter. Like Ugh, it's that is a bad Dragon Rock's <laughs> daughter. Like she's yeah. immediately before she even did anything, before she became part of the schism, before she did anything, it was just anything. Like, well, Rock's daughter. We had we talked about her on here when it was yeah. announced that what her name was. We're like, what's it gonna be? Is she gonna be like him? Da, 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 da. And it's like you're always as a second generation or a third generation, God forbid, you're always gonna have that that kind of pressure on you and like for our boy here it's even worse because it's straight up his name it's brian pillman jr like yeah. you're not even like trying to it's not even a situation of like an ava rain where you can try to distance if the dirt sheets didn't pick it up right away but of course they did yeah um but like you know they this is straight up just the name that way and i think it's going to be i'm 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 for the move of him into nxt yeah um, i believe our boy Justin had just kind of mentioned that here. Yeah. Like, I'm for Pillman and NXT too. I think it would be great. And give him a good opportunity to kind of, you know, hone some skills more. Not that he's bad or anything like that. But like I also no. feel like they're they never really gave him a fair shot. Yeah. In AEW either. Um, it's I might true. be in the minority. I liked the varsity blondes a lot. I yeah. thought they were like for all the for his as I, I love FTR and everything, I'm never gonna take that away from them. But for like as much as they were like the throwbacks to like your brainbusters from back in the day, I was like the varsity the varsity blondes like the throwback to like the old like you know uh, what were they the US Express and stuff like just you know baby faces that are just like we're athletes so we're baby faces yeah. boom and like he didn't have a ton of personality with that but like kind of didn't need to in that role and like i feel like they could have done a lot more with it go like the kurt angle heel route of just being like eh, like we're kind of losers and we just like know that we we are but like whatever we're just you know so i think it's cool with him going to nxt i think that maybe hopefully they'll give him a better shake yeah you know give him a little more time help him kind of flesh out who he is i just hope he doesn't go there and they're just like well it's brian pillman's son so it's like yeah I was trying to like think of this all day today because like there's Cody's Dusty's son, so instead of the, yeah. it's the American Nightmare, it's like well instead of the loose Canon, he's his son, so he's like the loose. Yeah. Well, it could be something he... like Braun, <laughs> you know, kind of like Braun Breaker. I don't know if Trips is again. I don't know who's head of you know who's in charge. NXT, HBK, is it Vince? Is it right. Trips? But I don't know the the name Pillman. When you think about it, you know, you think about his father and that yeah, may absolutely. not be a good thing. I think it sells. I think people see this kind of story and it's like, you know, I, I like this. I, I want to see this. Leave it as Pillman on like Braun Breaker. I don't know the deal there with Braun. I think Braun said he wanted that if 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 I'm if that's correct. And I just was able to get it so let's do it real quick top rope wrestling talk live tonight at 8 30 p.m est it's gonna be great it's gonna be good it is um very interesting i like it i like the move 
I, I want to know, of course, as being, you know, being a podcaster, I want to know the ins and outs, like what happened? Like why? Cause he was on the podcast and he said, change is coming. Change is coming. Right. And we didn't see much change. I, he still was tagging with Griff or he was on dark. He was on elevation. I didn't see much change there with Pillman. Maybe he wanted to change and Tooney just a, I mean, he's got a shit ton of things to do. Not just the NFL, not just AEW. He's got that fo- football team as well. So he's, you know, lost in the mix. And I, I think I the think, change was that they lost Julia. Julia. That's know, a good point. Yeah. They lost Julia, but like that wasn't a good change. That was like that kind of hurts them. <laughs> like, yeah. The flying cannon. There you go, Graydon. The flying cannon, Brian Bowman Jr. Or the yeah. flying flying loose man, whatever. Yeah. I think so. Like, I will say, like, going back to what you kind of said originally with with Tony with like Tony is like Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the, like, I don't know. I have like mixed feelings about like how it kind of like goes down where it's like, you know, I'm not, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how to like say what I'm trying to like what I'm thinking of. Cause like, it's tough. Like you never like to see when like, you know, WWE puts out just like, Oh, such and such has been released. We wish a mess in their future endeavors. And they get that, that tweet or that, that post yeah. out or whatever. Cause like, you hate to see that stuff. You don't want to see anybody get released, but like, Yep. I also feel like at least with like those, it's like, you know, you see those releases happen and there's like buzz that goes out with it. Whereas like, yeah, this was something that like the dirt sheets and stuff like picked up on and everything, but like, otherwise it would have just been like, they're like, Tony's just more rather than like doing the releases, which I guess is a good thing. It's just kind of like, well, I'm just gonna let your contract expire and we'll go from there. Which is, so it's like, yeah, you know, and like, I guess if you're a big enough name, it gets picked up better and stuff like that. But like, even like Cody, I could be wrong. Someone, Justin, looking at you to fact check me, but didn't Fuego del Sol have the same thing like a couple weeks ago too? Like, didn't oh. Fuego's contract just expire and now he's just gone? That's a good point. Not saying that any of us were sitting here clamoring for like, dude, Fuego title picture. Like, but still, like, you know, like I feel like at least party releases. I didn't even think about that. Is yeah. that? I mean, it's in his blood. I I just don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, but that's yeah, a good like, point. I think, I think it's just like it's tough that like you know, like I said, you never want to see him get released. You never want to hear people getting released. You hate seeing the future endeavors tweet and everything like that. Yeah, but like at least with that, it, it puts that back out there from the company itself. Like you know, we yes. Just, Terms on, you know, Nia Jax being released or whatever. So it's like, oh, Nia Jax got released. Where is she going to go now? Yeah. Going her and you're, trying to, you're kind of following her and stuff. And like, Pullman lucked out here because like everyone found out about it. We're talking about it already, like after it lapsed. But like, if not, like who, you know, like would any of us have known? Would it have just been a thing where like he suddenly showed up in the performance center and it's like, oh man, hey, that guy. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, I think I for, know, for I some, I think for some fans that did happen. It was a surprise to me. I mean, just doing the research today, that's right. when I found out. I mean, yes, you know, I'm a fan and I've had him on the podcast and right. it, it, he's a good dude. I just think Tim is right. I think what Tim said here is he just needs structure. And I don't think it's just wrestling and storyline structure. I think it's structure at home. I think he needs that mm. that Walmart one hundred. Well, I don't want to use Walmart, but that that Fortune five hundred <laughs> company compared to the little guy, and that's what the WWE's WWE is. So maybe he'll get some structure with HBK and the coaches there. Um, 
I, I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm in. I really am. I agree with this one from TK here too. Of uh, let's see, where's he been? You know, where's Griff? Yeah. Griff's hurt. I'm pretty sure, but like, is he? Bring him back. Let's get something. Let's keep him as the yeah varsity blonde solo. Yeah. You know, something. Now that that's another good question too. I mean, now it's happening. Now what Brian Pillman wanted, you know, Griff is on his own. He's left the company. Um, I truly think he could be something special. I think, again, the structure is what he needs. I think, A, you know, you know, I, I'm going to say, but I think he could, uh, you know, how do I say this politically correct? He could buff up a little. I think he, he, he could do that. I think he could get into uh, a, a schedule, like Tim said, with structure. And I think that's that's what's best for him. And, you know. I honestly think I think him moving to NXT could be great just to kind of hopefully get out of the shadow of the name. Yeah. Because, like, it's so tough, like, you know, unless you're unless you're like an older wrestling fan who was old enough to watch, you know, the Hollywood Blondes in their in their heyday or flying Brian Pillman back in his heyday and stuff like. Yeah. You know, when he was the loose cannon in WWF, like he didn't wrestle a ton because he was hurt a lot. He was hurt. Not putting him down for that. It's just this book is a fact of life. Yeah. So like so much more of like, you know, the average wrestling fan of like our age, even like if you say Brian Pillman to them, they're immediately thinking that Pillman's got a gun. Yep. You know, or, yeah. or him coming out, you know, on the crutch with, you know, and just, you know, um, yes. which there's nothing wrong with that. But no, like, that if was... that's what you're associating to that, and then you got his son who Pillman Jr. He doesn't really sound like him, which is okay. That's not like a yeah. problem. But like, that's a good doesn't point. really sound like him. And even if he did, the little bit of stuff we've heard him like talk and everything in AEW, it's not even close. And that's yeah. not a slight of the guy. It's just you. We just yeah. It's just, it's again going back to Ava Rain. It's just like you're kind of screwed that like your dad was just one of the best talkers that we ever saw ever. So yeah. you're stuck in that shadow for right now. So yep. That's it yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Yep. Let's get to the next topic here. Yeah. I feel like you've been biting at the bit to talk about this. Um, I have never fuck. been more. I angry. screwed up. W. Yeah. God damn it. That, it's the wrong headline. Hey. Yeah, whatever. Just ignore that piece down there. We're we'll get. Decide. This, I have never Let's been more it. annoyed at seeing a headline from like an older wrestler that I actually like. Because I. I loved Kevin Nash growing up. I was, I said before, I was a WCW kid more than a WWF kid because WWF would suck it. My mom didn't want me to watch that. So I was all about watching NWO. My mom yeah. loved Kevin Nash when he was big sexy. Um, so I was all about him. And I was just, when he said this, I'm just like, you shut your damn mouth, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. if anybody doesn't know, Nash went on his podcast this week and was basically kind of ripping into LA Knight saying that he's just a ripoff of The Rock. Which I I don't know. I when he said the, the first thing that popped into my head to just while I collect my thoughts on what to actually say, the first thing that popped into my head was it was just like it's like I feel like wrestling gimmicks are like the same as like uh like people say with like music, where it's like nothing, there's like nothing really new. It's where it's we're at a point where it's been around for so long that like you're you're gonna be hard pressed to find something that's like brand new that no one's ever done anything like before. So, like, you know, 
everything is an imitation to some extent of a character in some way, shape, or form. So, like, if you're going to imitate a character, The Rock's kind of a good one to imitate. And I don't think it's even close to the same thing because... No, it is. Yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think about it all? I was so, yeah. I was so annoyed. I don't I don't think it's a ripoff of The Rock. I think he's just charismatic as fuck. Yeah. So. I mean, old timers can say what they want, and that's fine. I mean, he's he's done a lot for the business. I mean, he was part of one of the biggest groups ever, maybe the biggest group ever. Um, but what I what I'm more upset about is he said something along the lines of where did he ever get over? Like this, this guy has never gotten over. It's like, dude, did you watch impact? Did you watch NWA? No, of course he's rooting on rooting his buddy on, you know, trips. He's, he's watching it nonstop. It's the big, you know, the big dog of, of the industry. We get that, but he's over, he's over and he's more over in the WWE. I mean, he's just, he just can't get any over than LA Knight as we speak, you know? So that's what pisses me off. I could care less that he tweets and he, you know, has his own podcast. I mean, he's going through some shit, Keith. We know that for a right. fact. And, but right. I just think it's, you know, let me toot my own horn and let me give you what I think. It just, you know, I just feel like it's so, it, it came like from so out of like left field about it. And like, yes, I just, I, I don't know. Timmy, Timmy brought up a good one here. Uh, that I didn't even think about like when I was just saying it there, but like, yeah, wrestlers imitate wrestlers all the time. Hulk Hogan is literally just superstar Billy Graham. Like, I mean, look at Ric Flair, brother, yeah. the the friggin' the blonde hair with the black goatee. That's all superstar Billy Graham. Like, yes, to a T, the same person. No one there has has any was. I mean, granted, podcasts weren't around back in the eighties, I guess, but like, could you hear Nash going on there and just being like, "Why does everyone love Hogan? He's literally just superstar Billy Graham." Like, no, he's because it's crap. Yeah. I mean, it's Ric Flair works. And yeah. LA Knight, like to, to your point too, like, yeah, LA Knight was over an impact. And, and he, he had a, he had a great quote too. I forget if it was, it was either Chris Van Vliet or one of the other ones he did an interview with. They did an interview with him and he was like, yeah, oh, he was yes. impact champion. Like it sucks that like only two people were watching impact at that time, but like totally did it there too. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was the champion there. Like I was, it's not his fault that no one was watching, but he's, I guess like that's my whole thing is it's just like now because it's like because he's getting the pops because he's finally getting everything that he deserves it's like oh he's just imitating the rockets like bro he's been this character yeah for years yep you know he you know when he uh you know i i always talk about shoes of a champion but like yeah he does the yeah during shoes of a champion when he's in there when he was eli drake it was still the same instead of la night it's eli drake like Yes, it's just what he does. That's his. That's his actions and everything. And sure, yeah, if it's if it's a little bit like The Rock or like Stone Cold, so what? Yeah, you know, I'll imitate imitate the best. Like, what's, yeah. what's wrong with that? You know, yeah. And Flair's Flair's done a lot of interviews, exactly. a lot of podcasts lately, and he always goes back to this this guy, Buddy Rogers. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. That's just what you do. I mean, it. He looks. Uh, just because someone's over, someone is going to say something. And that's yeah. it. He's just making headlines as much as it's, um, I mean, I understand his point. I get it, but I don't agree with it. I, I understand. And I say, you know what? Yes. The, his mannerisms may be, you know, some, I don't want to say stole, but, you know, replicated 
by The yeah. Rock or by L.A. Knight. I, I, I understand that. But at the end of the day, who the hell cares? You know, what's Justin saying? Yeah, of course. And he even said that, too, with that interview. He's just doing his that's, thing. And that's what I mean. Like, it's just, it's like I said originally, and, you know, like Brian was saying, like everyone's been saying here, like there's, there's, there's examples of like straight blatant ripoffs all throughout the history of wrestling. And, and it's not even just in wrestling and music and wherever else and stuff too. And it's just like when you're, when you're newer. So, you, you know, when LA Knight was first getting going, Eli Drake was first getting going, like, you're going to look to the best for it. It's like no one's sitting here being like, all right, I'm going to become a pro wrestler. I want to be exactly like Barry Horowitz. Like nothing against Barry Horowitz, but like yeah, no kids, no one who's 18 is stepping into like a wrestling school for the first time or 17 or whatever is stepping into a wrestling school for the first time saying that. Yes. You know, or like, you know, God, I can't wait to be the next Brooklyn brawler. I'm going to be just like him. Like, yeah, no. like those guys had their purpose and like they have their own place in history and stuff. And that's great. Yeah, but they'll they'll be the first ones to tell you just like no, I'm, I was never over. I made a paycheck and it was steady yeah. because I did my job. But you know, I no, just I wasn't, I wasn't cashing the checks that Austin and Rock were in, in yeah in, in ninety eight ninety nine. I just googled it too. Mm-hmm. Um, Evolution, Four Horsemen, Abyss, Mankind, Plus Kane, uh, Chris Masters, Lex Luger. Let's see what else we got. Bullet Club, New World, New NWA. Exactly. Eric Young, Daniel Bryan, yeah, Ry- that was Ry- bad. That was probably the worst one in my opinion because it was like two years after the fact, and they took a no one to try to make him something yeah. popular. But Daniel Bryan was over anyway. Ryback, Ryback, Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still it's here. All, it's all cyclical, man. It all repeats. It's all just yeah. You know, it all comes history around. It all goes around exactly repeats itself. That's for sure. Let's get to the next topic. This is pretty cool, Keith. Um, Britt Baker, I don't know if she was on a podcast or whatever, but she said, I would love to have a match with Charlotte Flair. I know my boy Timmy's here. He's a huge fantasy booker. (laughs) This would be it. This would be the match that, you know, people want to see. This would be the, you know, the the forbidden door match that – we always, you know, dream about, they always talk about it in New Japan and AEW, but God forbid, could you imagine AEW and WWE? And these two ladies would be the the match we would want to see. As much as I think it would be cool to see the different uh, skill sets and in-ring ability for, you know, someone like Bianca or someone like, you know, Becky, I think we all know as much as, you know, you're not a fan of Charlotte, I think you can say, yeah. I would want to see this, right? What do you say? Oh yeah, no, I could see um, Britt and Charlotte. I think is a great matchup. I would, lo- I would love to see all of the the WWE four horse women uh, with. I, I mean, listen, a WWE AEW Forbidden Door. Yes, yes, Graydon, exactly. Blue cane for life. That shit was so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, yep. um, it'll never happen. But we would all love to see a WWE AEW Forbidden Door, and I would totally book. Britain, Charlotte, I'd book, I'd probably book Becky and Cheetah. Becky. Yeah. I got to yeah, see Paige. Okay, and Jade. Yeah. I got to see Paige again or Sriracha going one-on-one with like, uh, I don't know, Charlotte, I guess. who Who's still there that when she was there? I don't think many. Charlotte, she, all. Brought, she, brought, uh, she brought Charlotte and Becky up from the main roster, Team PCB. Yeah. There we go. Pro baby, what's, what's up? up 
Find him tonight. I don't know if you still do it. Comment back, but uh, Rampage, he does live watch-alongs. I dig it. Yeah, this is what I would want to see. I'm a big fan of Charlotte Flair. Britt, I mean, I just think, I don't want to say lost in the mix, but she could be doing better. But I think you just, in AEW, in her position, you kind of have to just do what she do what she's doing just because she can't be on top 24 seven, you know, right. it's kind of like uh Sriracha and uh, her, her group, you know, she can't be on top. She's not going to be champion. Yes. It was a cool comeback. Yes. It was a cool win, but at the end of the day, she's there to get, you know, Ruby over. She's over to get the woman's champion Tony over. That's what she's there for. And just, just to be back um, talking about Sriracha way too much. Um, yes. This is what I want to see. Yeah, no, this would be, it's awesome. I mean, I feel it wasn't, I don't know. That's a Justin one. I know Britt, I know Britt was a, she was, she was part of a squash match against Nia Jax when they were building Nia Jax back up again. Okay. Britt in one of the May Young classics. Anyone can comment. I mean, I assume Justin's going to get back to me first, but yeah. I might be wrong on that. Maybe she wasn't, but I know she was one of the ones that Nia Jax. That's a good question. Back up, but like, you know, I think Britt fits it so well. I think Britt. I think out of ever all the any of the women in AEW, Britt is the closest to. I think Britt's like the main woman that I could see. Yeah. Jumping ship and succeeding in WWE, with like yeah. not really any change at all, because like she's not. You know, there's nothing like crazy like different about her like yeah. i feel like she's not something that like we needed a crazy adaptation like i know everyone and their mother is like oh mjf's going to wwe but that would everybody talks about that but nobody would want that nobody yeah. would like to see that because an mjf and wwe would be terrible in my yeah opinion. i he think so too be close to like the things he could just do and say now um you know same with like any of the women going back to cheetah like she would just be She'd be made a geisha like immediately. Or what? What was her name? Oh God, damn it! The NXT Saray. Oh, she had a necklace yes. from her grandmother that makes her transform from a oh, Japanese schoolgirl into a warrior. Like, and who's the God. one that had the the cool slow motion entrance? And she was on the main roster for like a hot minute. Uh, as I Lee, yeah, she's still there. She's oh still yes, on the main she just hasn't yeah. gone anywhere. <laughs> yeah. She's she's awesome. Did you get your question answered? What was it? I thought you had yeah, one for yeah, Justin. Yeah, Justin, you're so Because I got this cool, cool she new. Wasn't Tessa was. I know, te- uh, I knew Tessa. Tessa. Was. I thought Britt Baker was. I got this I cool. I got this cool new uh, video for Justin when we need him. Justin, hurry! We need it. He is our Batman for real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, I mean, this it's really cool. I mean, I think it's re- like this is this kind of stuff is one of the best things about there being like competition again for WWE is that we get to like see stuff like this and like have these kind of discussions. It's not just like yeah, you know, oh I yeah, time soon so I can fight somebody. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's get to the next topic. Yeah. Here. Undertaker said WWE needs to get back to Bray's original character because it was money. Um, I agree. I think we all agree there. I, I just, I don't know what you can do with that type of character, but then again, what can you do with this character? I mean, if he loses, he's like, 
it's he doesn't seem like a superstar to me, Keith. He seems like this godlike figure, and if he loses it's done, you know, it's over, his career's over. And I think that's where they made a mistake with, you know, what he's been doing with this uh, new character. I don't know, mm. I honestly don't even know if he's, you know, has a contract and he's still working for the WWE. But um, this so is... They, he, he is, supposedly. Okay. They said the last, they said, I heard something with the, some rumblings this week that, like, he's not medically clear, which is fine, but also weird because... Yeah. There was never anything saying that he wasn't to begin with. It was just kind of him and Brock or him and Lashley were going to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brock was like, no, I don't want to do that. And they were just like, oh, Lashley doesn't have to match it, maybe either. So, you know, now it's Bray is not medically cleared. I don't know. Justin. Justin. Is he still – does he still have a contract with the WWE? Um, Keith, I uh, I agree with Taker, and I think this is the kind of rub you should give a superstar. Unlike Nash, I know Nash, again, he's in a bad place. He has a podcast. He has a reason to be a little more negative. As much as, you know, he may be right on some of the things, I think what you do as a legend, what you do as a Hall of Famer is you put people over because now A – Bray is back in the spotlight. He's back in the media. The right. uh, the dirt sheets are talking about him. So Tripp sees this. Vince, I don't know if he looks at the website, if he can even log on to Google and check out yeah. and check out uh, dirt sheets. <clears throat> but this is a good thing. This is what you want to see. What do you got, brother? Uh, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I couldn't agree more with Taker. Um, and I was just reading this. I was going to click with you. You got it for me. Justin nailed it on the head here. I, I don't know about every version because I, outside of him showing back up at Extreme Rules in Philly, I've been kind of iffy on yeah. the new Bray character. Some of the Uncle Howdy stuff has been kind of weird, like when he just would show up in like silhouettes laughing and stuff. Yeah. And, like, it's two different people, but it's not, but it is, but it's not. And there's different face paint. So this version's been a little, we talked about it before, this version has been more taking a long time to tell a story rather than being long-term storytelling. Perfect. Character. So this one, whatever. But with what Taker said here and with where we are right now with main roster creative and everything else, if we, if it is all that Papa Trips is actually the one in charge and running things, he absolutely needs to go back to what he was and get booked the way Triple H was booking him in NXT at the time and yeah. continue that along. Yeah. One even because even when he was on the main roster, is that they just like Justin just said, they booked him just such trash. His booking made no sense. It was just like, oh, you guys, you have this Wyatt family. You guys are like this cult. These amazing, you know, being they had that amazing feud with the Shield. Yes. And, and <clears throat> all right, we're gonna give you the WWE Championship. People loved it when Bray won the WWE Championship, and then he had the House of Horrors match with Randy, which was yeah. like have anything to do you know like i don't really see how this is his character and then they're oh and then you're gonna fight at mania and we're gonna project bugs on the mat like yeah what yeah the hell does that, any of that have to do with following buzzers and sister abigail or anything yeah like, and the issue with what you're doing with this character <laughs> yeah and and the thing that i i mean Again, rumors are rumors. We don't really know what went down. Was it Bray's idea to have the stupid bugs shoot onto the ring? We don't know. We do know that he has 
uh, more creative control than others with his character. So we don't know if it's just, hey, too many cooks in the kitchen. Everybody's spitting out ideas. Uh, everybody's spitting out, uh, you know, storylines for Bray and Bray saying no, maybe he's difficult to work with, but uh, it just seems like there's not enough for three hours of raw. You feel like there's a need for Bray. And uh, again, he, he could be injured. I think that may be uh, again, bat signal, Justin, but I think he, he still is. He's injured. I, I that's what I believe. Yeah. I, what are you doing? I mean, even even the uh, the the his first gimmick, you know, the Bayou gimmick. Even if that's not what Taker was talking about, because I don't think he was. I think he was talking about more of the mine eater, the the the, the worlds. Yeah, that one. The yeah. got the the whole world in my hands. That gimmick. I any gimmick, you know, besides the one that we have witnessed recently, I think would work. So I'm kind of sort of with Justin, but I'm with you too, as in like. Uh, the reason the thing it was so cool at Extreme Rules is because it was just everything. It wasn't just a wrestling match. It was entertainment. And yeah. I think WWE does that best when it comes to wrestling and superstars and, you know, getting over the story. And A, you know, me being there, I thought that was really cool. Just being in the stadium and shooting oh, the different, sure. different, you know, stairwells oh, yeah. with the different characters. That was really cool. Um, well, there's think a, it's there's a need for him, Keith. Agreed wholeheartedly. And I think, I think it's like, there he know, is. It's kind of a, it's good streets. It's a, uh, it's tough. Like, you know, I lost my train of thought on it. Like it's tough because like, streets like, does like, they gave yeah. him, they gave him a bunch of the, like one of the big things with him coming back was like him having a lot more creative control and stuff. And, you know, you never know what to believe, dirt sheets and rumors and nonsense and innuendo and whatnot. There was talk that, like, they were, that, like, the brass was, like, pushing for him to bring the Fiend back. And Bray was just like, no, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm closing the book on the Fiend. Yeah. It's like, I guess from, like, an artist, for lack of a better yeah. term, like, an artist, like, creative standpoint, I get where he's coming from on that. But, like... Yeah. From from again, like a drop from dropped booking opportunities and from like a business and money standpoint, like bro. I mean the what was the the fiend the, the custom fiend universal belt was like oh my three hundred and fifty bucks. Man, people bought that still though. Yeah. Super expensive belt. That's just revenue for them. There was like three different versions of the mask you could buy. There was like a plastic one, there was like the official one, there was like a a rubber one, and there's one that had like his dreads and shit in it too. Like even for the kids too, Keith, with all their stupid puppet, puppets, puppets, you know. Like yeah. there was a ton there, and I, as much as I, I was a fan of like the original Bayou cult leader, Eater of Worlds, yeah. So I've been a big fan of everything Bray has done, besides being Husky Harris and you know some of the stuff with like a lot of them, the, the newer stuff. I've just been kind of iffy on, but like, yeah. When the fiend, the fiend stuff when that first started, I was so it was amazing. Yeah, it was intriguing. It was, it was awesome. That the Firefly Funhouse stuff, I was like, this is the most batshit like Tim and Eric stuff I've ever seen on wrestling, and I'm I'm so here for it. Yeah. And then when it became, you know, the lights going out and the distorting music, I like just saw the thing the other day of like the time that was like the first time the fiend like showed up when like Balor won a match. And he's, you know, and then it was just like, and 
like the yeah, like the just they that was like they did it so good. Yep, I mean they're doing it really good and they kept doing it really good. And then Goldberg came back and they're like, nah, we're gonna give him the title. Yeah, I would love love to be a fly on the wall when it comes to certain you know conversations. Yeah. in wrestling history like that one for instance and then yeah. the one with taker and the you know brock and the streak like dude that would be great let's talk about it man yeah. we know we know vince you, you can't say certain things and it's uh it seems like cole has been saying um i just heard him talk uh say christian a couple weeks ago when he was talking about edge that you couldn't you know he could he there was no way he could have done that when Vince was in charge. Right. So um, now we're seeing it with AEW. I'm going to throw up the uh, the words here right, and the right. phrases and things that you can or cannot say. Bumps on the ring, on the ring apron or outside of the ring. Okay, I get that. Keith, just chime in. Any spots mm -hmm. with uh, tables, ladders, and chairs? I don't know exactly what that means. Um, using weapons and throwing objects, choking with hands or weapons. I get that one. High risk dives. I mean, that's what AEW is all about. Bleeding right. on purpose. That come on. Uh, that job, no. Yeah. That had to be after <laughs> Mox did all well, his so crazy shit. That was like, I mean, just going with, I mean, where you're at now with the bleeding on, like start just stopping there and bleeding on purpose. and like looking at it where we just went through already. Like yeah, this be like a newer thing that they're just starting to put in now. Because I if think not, so. literally everything else on there is like the norm, you know? And I don't, but like, I, I don't know. Part of me is like, part of me doesn't know, like, there's a part of me that thinks this is like maybe like a, I don't want to yeah. say like a dirt seat, like leak kind of thing or like a fake, like a fake kind of thing. But like, yeah. I don't know. So it doesn't seem right to me. Some of it I get and some of it I, I, I totally uh, agree with because I know there was the one about like the the fan interaction like he doesn't want you know MJF throwing yeah the children that's just board. inappropriate yeah but, like that's fine I get that but like I mean like you just kind of said the the high risk dives and top rope moves like bro that's like the that's like literally what you're that was like what everyone tuned in for originally same with the all variations of pile drivers like yeah what yeah, they, that's a WWE rule they ban pile drivers that's one of the reasons why like yeah. You know, I don't. I want to watch AEW because I there. I can yeah. watch Pile Driver get hit. I can watch the Fear Factory happen because exactly. I always want to have a package Pile Driver. But I can watch Penta do the same. You know, do the same move. And sure, I'll I'll, I'll take that because I want to see the move happen because it's so pretty cool. Yeah, but like that's another good point too, Justin. Yeah, like it. It was you know. Yeah, if it's like out said, of. I, Big. I, the only one I remember seeing that I come, the, the only ones I remember seeing that I totally agree with, like I said, was the fan stuff. Because, yeah, yeah, like if I had, especially like knowing, especially like what we all know, like prices of those seats down lower at events cost and shit. Even I'm not even a kid, I'm friggin', I'm 34 now. I'm, as a 34 year old man, if I spent, you know, the 500 some odd dollars to be in those first couple of rows at like a pay per view, yeah. And, it could be MJF. It could be friggin' Bret Hart. It could have been anybody. But if one of them comes up to me and throws a cup that I, because it would be mine, if I had yeah. a drink in my hand that I definitely just bought there for probably like twenty five friggin' dollars because it's a stadium show. Exactly. And they throw that in my face. I'm pissed. Oh, of course. So not gonna be cool with me. 
So like, sure, that one should be banned. I know I remember seeing the one while I know I saw too was like unprotected chair shots. Fine, that's I yes. agree with that too. They should have been they should have been banned for yeah at this point now. So that's fine with me. Yeah, but like you can't take away pile drivers. You can't take away the high spots. You can't take away table like apron bumps. I mean, what's Kyle going to do? Exactly. So like, if he ever if that. he ever watches. Yeah. Yeah. I put out a, you know how I did the the predictions. Yeah. Go visit Kyle at the yeah, apron bump. Still haven't heard anything. Nice. Goes out to you too, Ritter, if you're watching, you fucking knucklehead. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, Keith, I think it comes down to lawsuits. I think it comes down to uh, a bigger picture here. Because, uh, again, you said it. AEW, we all know it's the alternative. We all know that you're going to get something slightly different if it's more bleeding, if it's a you know chair shot from the chairman to Cody Rhodes. I mean, that's what you want to see as a wrestling fan at the age of 32. But also, in reality, you can't take headshots. You can't do pile drivers if you're not trained professionally as much as, you know, AEW is a big company and it's, you know, mm-hmm. probably the second pro wrestling company yet you still can't do it as much as it, that move is cool. And we've seen it a lot. I think this is more of, you know, making sure he's crossing his T's and dotting his eyes, right. you know, I mean, lawsuits could right, happen. Right. The MJF thing is probably what started this whole thing. Right. Well, and that's what I mean though. Like that's something that's there, but like, and I know it's, it's gotta be tough. Cause like you can't like set rules for just being like, all right, well, if you've only been in the business for X amount of years, you can't do a pile driver, but otherwise, but like, it's tough because it's like, yeah, like I get, you know, if maybe somebody like, you know, not that I think she's terrible or anything like that, but like if someone, if it is someone like Jade, who's only been, Jade Carl's oh, only been good point. trained for like, you know, what, three years, four years, maybe tops at this point. Yeah. So like, sure. If you're, if you're worried about her doing a pile driver kind of thing, I understand that. And I understand anything like that. Yeah. Like if we have a match where I know I've been very negative, I haven't changed too much, but like if I'm watching, Samoa Joe and CM Punk fight each other on friggin' collision. Like, you're not gonna sit here and tell me that these two decade plus veterans who have done pile drivers and everything else under the friggin' sun forever in a day at this point, like you're not gonna tell me that you're not gonna tell them, you're not gonna tell those two, and you're not gonna tell me that those two are not to do a pile driver onto the apron. Yeah. Cause if they either one of them does, it's gonna be the safest pile driver that's like ever happened. Yeah. So it's like it's tough to have yeah. these like sweeping rules like this when like you know especially the, yeah. I think the pile driver one's the one that's like sticking with me so hard like Penn has been doing the Fear Factory with Phoenix for how yeah. long and those two are amazing they hurt themselves more than anybody else yes so like you're not gonna sit here and tell them and tell me to say like you're not gonna tell me I can't watch them do that because you're afraid that you know. Pillman Jr. is going to hurt someone. Like, yeah. well, then, you know, don't approve his finisher if it's going to be a pile driver. Yeah. And that's another good point, too, Devin brought up. You know, as much as it may be more about a lawsuit or maybe more about just, you know, making the company better mm-hmm. uh, watching, you know, and maybe right. even better to sell it to maybe an HBO Max or or something like that for streaming when uh, TNT says no more, we just want basketball movies. But long story short, they do have a lot of injuries. I mean, that is apparent. That is clear. I mean, every match DB puts on, he takes off a month or two. It's just something that AEW, you know, at the end of the day, it's in that 
it's in it's in the blood of the company. That's what you get. You get more of an extreme match, A, because they're catering to us, Keith, and we like that ECW feel. We like that Attitude Era feel. So nice. that is good, but also – Devin is right, and I think this is probably another big, you know, A and B if it's right there with, you know, lawsuits and just being more uh, cautious of wrestlers. You know, at the end of the day, if DB is not ready, he's not going to be on TV. What does that do, Keith? Tony Khan loses money. Tony Khan loses money when Omega is out for weeks, for months, actually. I mean, it's just, it's smart. It's a smart business decision. It is, and I and I get all that. I can't I can't really argue against all that. But I mean, I am. I guess I am going to argue against. Yeah, it. let's hear it. It's Friday, baby. Come on. I hate to be, you know, super like, you know, cornet or like Harley Race about stuff here, but like, it's wrestling, dude. Like, it's Taker used to say it all the time. It's not ballet, and I understand that. Like, cutting back on these things will definitely help with oh, injury. Like, the whole point is, it's we're watching. St- I hate just to call it stage, but like we're watching, we're watching predetermined like play fighting. Yeah, you know, like don't say it. it's still real to me. Damn it! I'm not saying it's fake. It's predetermined staged combat to, yep. to some extent. Like you know, we all well, you, you know, if you're and think about any of us in high school when you had to watch your high school play, and it's like, oh, there's a fight, and you watch them like, huh, and like before the fist is even here, the person's like, wow, like yeah, yeah. that looks like trash. So, like, if I'm, as a fan of wrestling, if I'm watching wrestling, like, you know, I don't want to, I, I, I want to, you know, sell, pull me into it. Like, yeah. I, I got to see some of it, and that's going to result in injuries sometimes. Yeah. So, like, I get, you know. Oh, look. I guess you showed up a little too early. <laughs> yeah. So, like, a little I mean, too I, late. you got you to protect your investments. You're absolutely right. You and Devin, you're both absolutely right. But it's, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like when you start making lists of like sweeping kind of generalized band moves, like Justin had to kind of mention, like not really clarifying them very well. Yeah. Like, to that extent, it starts making me think of like the, the South Park, like Sarcastaball, where it's like they're all going to wear bras and like hug each other with a yeah. balloon and stuff, where it's just like wrestling's going to just become a thing where like, it's going to be two guys in the ring walking in circles and the person yeah. that trip and fall loses. Like, all right. Yep. Well, I pulled up a list, and what uh, AEW started 2019-ish, maybe? So what, four years? 19? Yeah, so Thunder Rosa, uh, Tay, Santana, uh, Matt Jackson. I mean, these are big names. Uh, Kyle Kyle O'Reilly, Statlander, Eva Uno, Dan Housen. Maybe not huge names, but still. CM Punk, Buddy Matthews, Andrade, um, yeah, I think there's more to it, more to that. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's it's injuries. It's being a better company. You know, I just I think it's smart. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Let's get to the next. It's not a topic. It's the next segment. Social media minute. Let's go. Social media minute. Sir, let's get to it. Social media minute. You might need your bifocals here, but uh, so there was a video going around this week, this past two weeks, with uh, Solo, a young Solo in his uh, in his uh, kitchen just dancing. I think it's kind of funny because if you look at his 
his uh his uh his character now it's just like so effing serious so um i don't know thought it was funny what oh, do you yeah. got no it's i, I love fighting like the old stuff like this i don't know if it's going to be in here too but it was i, I there was one making the rounds on uh, oh la this yeah. week LA's yeah. in every fucking he was in a commercial. I mean, uh, he's just all the, over the, yeah. the training day, the triple H. Uh, oh, that one. Yes. Yes. That was great. He was yep. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so good. Let's get um, to the next one here. Again, you may need your bifocals, but it says on this day, 30 years ago, uh Kane set fire to JR. Do you remember yeah. that? That was really serious. When I, I was younger, I'm like, holy shit. He really did yeah. that. It's just that a wild one. That's that's the kind of things you don't see anymore. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Taking a excuse me, you know, walk down memory lane here. Oh yeah, pretty cool. I just realized I was so I've been reading. Um, this is sort of related to this, but not really social media kind of thing. I've been reading. There's this um, came across there's a, a book this guy did called Ringmaster. It's like. It's about Vince McMahon. It's not as good as I thought it was going to be. Who, but who, just who's, in, the, who's the author? Uh, author. I got a, a Abraham. Ritter, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he does um, a podcast too. It's it's all right. The book's okay. It's just not. It's not as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, but anyway, I was just reading through it, and um, it's been making me uh, making me crazy. On, making me look back on some uh, some older stuff that has kind of gone on. Yeah. yeah, it's called Ringmaster, Vince McMahon and the Unmaking of America. Um, and it's just like his, like, kind of... Did it just come out? But yeah, it was this year, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, first, The first chunk of the very, like, the first, like, um, the prologue or whatever is, like, about when he puts yeah. that he's, yeah, he's retiring. Um, yeah. But they talk about in it, today is actually the 30, 39 years ago today was Black Saturday. When, uh, oh, shit. When it's bought out. Oh yes, yes. GW, I think it was. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one. He's yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Here's the next one, Keith, <laughs> former WWE star. Please put on your bifocals. Mandy Rose is selling her used ring gear for big money. Yeah, I believe that. It's insane, man. Yeah. It's insane that she just, she just was so good. The transition back to NXT was it back? Was she there yeah. first? Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Back to NXT, she did freaking wonders, man. I mean, she was really doing well with the title. It was more believable. Yeah. You could tell that she was getting better in the ring. And then shit hit the fan. I, I don't know exactly what happened, but now she's on her own only fans, and she's selling her ring gear. I mean... I would buy it <laughs> if I was a bachelor. So that you was know? like if I had money. It's always been like one of the craziest things to me. Like I feel like wrestling more more so than like any other kind of sport or whatever that you might watch. Yeah. Stuff like sometimes to like buy. I still am at some point hoping for back here to get um Effie sells big like the like paper fans that say wrestling is gay. I can't. I'm looking forward to getting one to hang up somewhere back yeah. here to have. But um, I've seen him live a few times. He's, I, he's, he's awesome. I love the guy. But yeah. um, yeah, like I remember like when I was getting back into wrestling when I like when I first saw like my first indie show and like saw I forget who it was. Somebody at the the progress show that I went to. Like at their merch table, they had like their, you know, their shirts, their pictures, their stickers, their whatnot, whatever. And then they like, I, I want to say it was Ricky Shane Page. 
because that night he had a death match again or an ECW rules match because it was at the 2300 arena. You know, it's a rule, whatever, like an extreme rules match, whatever, against someone who's canceled now. Um, so he came out, they were the last match. So he came back out afterwards at the merch table, still covered in blood with like glass taken out of him and stuff. And he That's literally, the, the RSP shirt he was wearing, he like had that on, he was standing there shirtless and that was sitting on his merch table and it was like 45 bucks. And I was like, Nice. That's crazy. And then I, as I started following people on Instagram and stuff, I know um, my girl Jordan Grace sells her oh. gear all the time. Uh, every like everyone and their mother does like all the time. It's crazy. Yeah. And Mandy Rose is going to make a ton from that. Absolutely a ton. Yeah. Yep. Keith, yeah. let's get to it. Let's get to the last segment of the night. Is that a violation? Is that a violation? So every day um, situations when you go to maybe a grocery store or a Wawa or something like that and someone doesn't hold the door, we're going to get into it. Is that a violation? Let's hear it. If you got any violations, type it into the chat and yeah, let's talk on. about it. Keith, the first one here. Is that a violation? Living in Philadelphia as a Dallas Cowboys fan. Let's violation. hear it. Violation. Violation. 150,000%. Yeah. Because not, it's, it's not only annoying being an Eagles fan that meets a Dallas fan, but a Dallas fan that lives in Philadelphia is like 10,000 times worse than your average Dallas fan. Yeah. And, and the idea, I, I get it. You know, my dad was a fan, so I'm still a fan. But still, I mean, you're in Philly. It's just, come on. That's a violation. You're, you're allowed to like your own team and stuff, but it's like Cowboys fans in Philly are so much worse than any other team fans that I've met in Philly. My cousin's like a big Broncos fan. Doesn't bother me as much. No. So I guess different division, like different conference and all that, but like he's yeah. not nearly as much of like a douche as like any Dallas fan I've ever met in Philadelphia. Yeah. Let's get to it. Let's get to the next violation. Keith, you brought this one up earlier today. Is that a violation merging into? Oh man, I gotta, I gotta. What are you doing? Merging into a long line of uh, cars while exiting. Um, that's a violation. If you're just gonna speed up and go around a shit ton of cars, I mean, I'm from Jersey, you're from PA. We know all about the beach. We know all about the shore. Mm -hmm. It gets back during the summertime. And I see it time in and time out. People just go around the long ass line. And there's mm -hmm. enough room to, you know, when you make that exit to go around. Eh, that's a violation. What do you got? Yeah. Violation and a fucking half, man. I sent you this at like literally after it happened to me because I went to go visit my wife at work and take her lunch. So I was coming home and the exit needed to get back off of. There's a huge line of cars backed up. And I was like, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm not going to do it anyway. I'm not going to go there yeah. another way I can go. So I was cruising down. And as I'm cruising down my lane, there's another car that's just stopped and sitting there with his blinker to try to get into the line of cars that was like, no, you, you get over back there. You got to go back yeah. there and you got to wait. And when I'm someone in the line and they come up, I'm pinching off every time. Of course. Now, I waited. You wait now. Piss off. Yep. Violation and a half violation let's get to the next one is that a violation talking on the speakerphone 
while in public. Um, when I walk the dog, I'll put her on speaker and talk, but not in public. If I'm on the train or at a restaurant yeah. waiting to be seated or, you know, in, in a movie theater or just anything like that. No, I, I that is a clear violation. Absolutely. It's the most annoying. It's one of the most annoying things in the world. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't care what you're talking about. Nobody thinks you're important enough to hear what you're talking about either. Just the, yeah. Just hold the phone to your head. It's not that hard. It's the same thing. You're doing. Yep. Next one, Keith. Is that a violation? Telling someone to calm down. Uh, I guess it depends on the situation. If maybe they're mad, maybe that's not the right time to say calm down. But if they're super stressed and maybe they're just, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, they're not in the right state of mind, Keith. Yeah. Maybe that's an okay time. Just, I guess it's just the way you say it. Yes, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Not a violation on this one because, I, like you just said, it's very. It is. It's a situational yeah. thing. Calm if down, it's, babe. It's okay. If it's like, if we're, if you're like escalated fighting with someone, and it's like, all right, look, you know, calm down. Like, no, nah, I'm gonna kill you now. No, I'm way more amped up. But when it's like, you know. Stressing about whatever because we took the little man to the beach for the first time last week. Oh, nice. Which beach? I don't know. Ocean City. Okay. Uh, just for like a day trip, but like getting everything together, like before that, like the night before, because like, you know, last year, me and my wife were on the beach, just like, yeah, whatever. We'll just get up in the morning. We'll take the you like, you like the beach? Um, yeah. I, can, I hate the fucking I beach. When I, was younger. I think I'll like it more. As a family, but ugh, I can't stand the sand. I can't stand the sun. Was, was I'm pale. Like, if you can't tell, it used to be we're gonna go down. So like, cool, throw some chairs in the car. We'll run an umbrella when we get down there. Yeah, little sex on the beach. Great. Have some beers and we'll do our thing. Yeah. This was like, all right, we got to make sure we have extra formula packs. We got to bring this tent that we bought so we can keep them covered yeah. in something. We got to make sure we got this. We got to have this. We got to have baby powder to get yeah. sand off like all this stuff like it was like we had to like literally like pack the car to go down for yeah even if not even overnight it was literally for like nine hours i like yep. pack the car up like jesus this is crazy let's but, get I'm getting that all together my wife was like freaking out I was like, it's all right come on we got this yeah thing. calm calm let's get to the next one one of my buddies i won't say his name because he watches the stream uh <laughs> he's currently doing this um let's get to it is that a violation? Sleeping in the house owner's bed while house sitting. I guess it really depends. If it's a buddy, that's a violation. If it's uh, a sister or a sibling, maybe, I think that's on the borderline of a violation. I personally would give that person a violation. You can't sleep if it's your sisters, your mothers, your fathers, your 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 best friends. Um sleep in your own bed. It's just, it's an odd thing for me. If there's a guest room, if there's a couch, if there's a fucking right. floor, Keith, I mean, just don't sleep on the bed. What do you got? I think it's, I, I think it's okay. I think it's not a violation. Wow. With, with, Let's hear it's it. not a violation with like prior authorization. Like if or, you, or a plastic so sheet. Bed. So like if I'm right now where I'm at and where my mom is, it's a pretty far distance. I'm not going up there and commuting back and forth every day in a house, house. Yeah. Right. So if I'm up there, they have a guest room and all, but like the guest room's got like a friggin' twin bed. I'm a big yep. man. I sleep in a king right now. So I'm not sleeping in a friggin' twin bed. Yeah. So if I'm house sitting, I might be like, hey, mom, I'm I'm happy to house sit for you, but like I'm going to sleep in your bed. Is that okay? 
And if she said no, I'd be annoyed, but I'd sleep in the twin bed. Yeah. But if she says, yeah, like, well, yeah, I'm going to sleep in the twin bed. I'm going to sleep in her bed. It's bigger. I need to be yeah. in bed. I'm a big man. Yeah, but like if I'm just if it's a buddy or even if it was my mom's and I didn't say anything like oh, I'll probably sleep on the couch like keep out of there. But if yeah. I'm if they if they say ahead of time like oh yeah like come and stay up you can sleep in my bed it's fine like all right cool I'm gonna do it. But just yeah. doing it and like not saying anything. Yeah, it's gross. Because if you're doing that at my house, I'm cleaning the sheets. I'll let you can sleep in my bed, but I'm gonna clean the sheets when I come home. Oh, absolutely. I need, I need to know that that's happening because I'm not trying to lay in your funk. Yeah, let's get to the next one. Is that a violation? Not returning your cart at the grocery store. Again, for me, Keith, it depends. If it's just a good 20 to 30 yards away, no way. I'm I'm just going to put it if it's, you know, caddy cornered on the uh, you know, sideways on the on the on the curb and on the grass and on the on the on the concrete, so it's not gonna move. I'm not going to put it near a car or in between a car, but if it's too far away, no way. I'm not going to the cart collecting whatever thing, but if I'm close, absolutely. I think that's what you should do. I just, I, I think I do it, but I also think it's a violation. I think I don't care how far you are. You walk that cart back to the thing, but for me, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not. I, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I, I think it's a violation as well. Uh, I'm I'm usually pretty good with it, unless it's like pouring rain, in which case I'm gonna get near the thing and I'm just gonna launch the cart and hopefully it goes into the corral. Um, which probably isn't the best strategy. I probably damaged more than a few cars, but yeah. I mean, I, I was saying when we talked about this, nine times out of ten, I think it's it depends on. For me, it depends on the grocery store I'm at. Cause like we'll go to Aldi where you gotta like put the quarter in for the cart. Oh yeah. So like if no one else is out there like looking for a cart and I'm gonna be a nice guy and just give them my cart, like no, nah, I want my quarter back, so I'm gonna take it back because I want my quarter. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with you. Sometimes I'm just yeah. like, ah, it's raining. I don't want to do this, and or we're parked somewhere weird. So like, fuck it. Let's get to the last one because we have top rope wrestling talk here live yes. on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, and we. Do have to go back to uh you know feeding the baby changing the baby yeah, seeing if the bath night the wife's oh ours was last night again if you <laughs> if you're watching for the first time we talk about babies a lot let's get to the last violation responding with a gif via text message again i think it depends if it's something funny if it's like a joke your buddy's saying or if it's something just you know irrelevant to the conversation i think a gif is necessary but if someone's saying like hey do you want to go out to uh to the restaurant you want to you know grab a, a a couple drinks at uh at the bar and you send like a uh la night gif yeah i i think that's a violation i think you should just say yeah let's do it let's meet up at this time and let's hang out again if it's like you know maybe your little cousin who's like 15 10 whatever gifts are funny just, I don't know. I guess it's the situation, you know, the conversation. Yeah. But let's hear it, because uh, I'll put, I'll keep it as quick as I can with this one. I think, as a as a blanket statement, I don't think it's a violation. There is situations for it, though. Like, I mean, if my when I was like, as, when I was working as a server in a restaurant, if like my boss had texted me being like, "Hey, can you come in tomorrow?" I'm probably not gonna respond to my boss with a gift. But like, good point pretty much anything else i mean short of like someone being like hey you're you know my mom texted me like your uncle died 
Like I'm not gonna respond with like no. you know a graveyard thing with like a flower popping out or something <laughs> like that. But like I I respond to my wife, I respond to like a bunch of my family all the time and gifts. Yeah. I had there was I had a chain for a while of just with my cousins of just all we we were only talking in major pain gifts. So I'm I'm all for a gift response. <laughs> I don't think that's a violation in the right situation. I mean yeah. Know, yeah. your boss to shack me and shit, but yeah, I think it does depend on the situation. Keith, let's get the hell out of here. It's a Friday yeah. night. Let's go hang out and uh, do nothing. Top yeah. Rope Wrestling Talk Live tonight, right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Go check you them out. 8.30 Live with Bruce, Wendy, and your boy, Dom. Again, the Bloodline Entertainment Network. We're here. Thank you for watching. As you can see, we're on Twitch, we're on Kick, we're on Twitter. We have a fancy website. Thank you, Timmy King. You are killing it on the website, as well as every other Bloodline member in and out, Keith, every day doing something for the Bloodline. You know, and all the honorees. It's great, man. It's great. And the broadcast, again, they will be back very soon. Um, That's all I got, Keith. Let's get out of here. How can the people find you? Give them what they want. You all know for the newbies here, though, I'm on Twitter at Keith of the Ring. I'm on Instagram at underscore Keith of the Ring. I'm on TikTok at Keith of the Ring. I haven't done that TikTok yet, but I'm working on that still. And uh, yeah, I'm everywhere else where you can find the UW pod. Yes. Somewhere in the background there. And the the in time boys, Justin and his brother will be back. Get ready for that. Um, Yeah. Let's get the hell out of here, Keith. You know it. Peace! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.